Um, let's so, talk about let's talk about the alarm. Uh, the uh, CR alarms. If I recall, the votes were Ricky would not interlink them. And I would. Us three said we would. Is that correct? Yeah. So uh, to try and sew up that. Um, but based difference. just 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 to get through this was based purely on <clears throat> engineering judgment. There was, yeah, it was, it was we didn't really look at any regs or anything like that. Did we? No, we no, didn't have a clue between ourselves. us. And yeah. we, we made that clear last week that we listened, we're outside our comfort zone here. But yeah. I thought as I listened to it, I thought, you know what, I should find try and find out that answer and come back to it. So um BS five eight three nine part six, which is what we were discussing, fire alarm standard for domestic dwellings. And section, as I understand, sorry, is open now for discussion. There's a new one coming out soon which is surprising because it's actually one's dated 2019 <laughs> oh well maybe maybe i've been giving yeah. false information maybe, maybe, part, maybe part one i don't know i've not checked into that but that was information fed to me sorry continue so 13.2 <clears throat> section b says this the fire alarm warning should be clearly distinguishable from the sound produced by any other alarm system in the premises example intruder alarm carbon monoxide warning system all fire alarm sounders, blah, blah, blah. So basically, <clears throat> you can interdict them, I understand, from that. But the sound that the carbon monoxide, if it's a carbon monoxide warning that's going off, it must sound all the detectors with a different tone. I'm not sh- I imagine it's been covered by the manufacturers, but I'm not skilled enough to even know if that's a thing or not. The, the trouble is, I think we touched on this last week, there's no way, you, you don't hear them often enough to... to <clears throat> train your brain to know the difference but isn't it's it telling you. isn't it like like a thing that remember when fire alarms were like being installed by the fire brigade for uh there was an advert back in the day it's free you could, wasn't it? you could phone up and, and, and get your uh, fire alarm fitted for free by the local fire, fire that, that's that's still a thing that's still free that's still a thing it is in my was, area at least adverts there was adverts on tv about it and it was always like check your smoke alarm once a week or something who don't do that who don't Everyone. do what? But isn't it like a thing you should be doing? At least like checking your smoke alarm and that. And wouldn't you? Wouldn't you sort of? If you did that, even if you did it once a year, you'd know what one sounds what. No, you wouldn't remember when they went off. No, I don't I think disagree. You would, you know. I don't no? think you would. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, out of out of muscle memory from testing alarms, if you if you interlink CO and smoke alarms or optical alarms, ICO. They don't all change the sound. The fire alarms sound different to the CO alarm, but when they're sounded together, the fire alarms, fire alarm, not the optical alarms, optical alarm, the CO alarms, the CO alarm. They make a different noise separately, but interlinked, they don't all change the tone. Muscle memory, though, that is muscle right, memory. Yeah. So, so yeah, I suppose again, we're not we're going down a road that we don't really know. But in terms of the regulations, that's what it says. The carbon monoxide must release a different sound to the fire alarm. Or what it says is the fire alarm should be a unique sound. So um, any other warning system should be something different. Listen, this is boring. What? Do, who wants to hear about my week? <laughs> no, yeah, hold on. on. Hold on. I, I want a conclusion of this. I want a conclusion. So based on all the information we have now, what are you doing going forward installing? And what do you think you should be doing? And I'll tell you my answer, I think, based on all the information I now have, CO alarms should be linked together and should be, as the manufacturer says, in every room that is habitable for long periods of time or words to that effect so that covers the co escaping into a different room mark you said you can have an alarm going off going off going off if you went to lincoln one upstairs one downstairs maybe one in the living room one outside the boiler that covers that area and then link the optical alarms that's what i would 
be recommended now based on information we have at the moment. I wouldn't, fall, I wouldn't fall out with that. I think that's that's a sensible solution. Certainly um, in rented properties, whether you can persuade people to stick that in homes they're living in is another matter. And that's but where in, some of the combined sensors maybe come in. Mm. But then you have the issue again with, do they all sound different? I know with the Nest ones they do, because that's what I've got in my house. I'm not, com I'm not familiar with all manufacturers. I think if you was a homeowner, you'd probably be recommending the Nest stuff, wouldn't you? From what I've heard, that is by far that leaps and bounds above everything. If it tells you which alarm's going off, sends to you for a while to go for anything else. In terms of social housing, obviously that would not be an option. Yeah, the cost is an issue. And also, Mark alluded to earlier privately that um, I think there's an issue with if they actually do standalone heat detectors. I don't think they do. So fit them in kitchens could be an issue. Or What, what do you mean, sorry? If you was going to install heat detectors in a kitchen, yep. Nest don't do one. Oh, Nest don't. Ico do. You, you get combined CO and heat. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely. But the next anyway. one's still a bit of a grey area. They do claim to have heat detection, but I don't think it complies with British standards. Ooh, so if you read into yeah. their manufacturing information, they do monitor for heat, but I don't think it's been tested to our standards. Interesting. My, hmm. Hmm. Oh, so, not yeah. Sam. No, Sam's, Sam's almost Sam finished. Finished. He's off to sleep. Oh, what do you think, Sam? What, what would you do now, based on the information um, you I, have? I would do whatever Mark says. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. I'll, I would do. Um, I would just do whatever I'd done. It, I would personally want the whole alarm to sound. I would feel more comfortable knowing that all the sounders sounded in the event of a of any warning. So as long as the manufacturer could guarantee that if it was a monoxide detection, it sounded different from the main fire alarm, I would be happy with that. Do you know what I think? If it's a fire, you get out of the house. If there's carbon monoxide or whatever it is leaking out in the house, get out of the house. So I'd link it. Is it, is it actually just not? We, we, we're probably overthinking it. I'm, I'm going to yeah. simplify it and say, should a CO alarm just say CO alarm warning rather than any get sort of leaking? Out. Yeah, CO alarm <clears throat> I just think if an alarm goes off in my house, if an alarm goes off in my house... But it doesn't help people that uh, can't understand English. That's the problem. Um, you, you could have it in... 10 different languages. Listen, I don't know. Solve this problem. If an alarm goes off in your house, get out. Simple. That's it. Well, but, but then do you call the gas man or the fire brigade when you're outside? Call the fire brigade, they come out and they tell you to <laughs> tell, tell you what. They won't even well, matter you. Fair. They'll be like, get out. Yeah. yeah. Carbon monoxide failure. Yeah. That, that is comes. absolute logic. That is absolute logic. You're right. If Brains. it goes off, get out. <laughs>